Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Ari Vidali. Ari Vidali is the founder and CEO of Envisage Technologies, creators of the Acadis Readiness Suite, a comprehensive modular training management framework that modernizes and streamlines the complex operations of nearly 11,000 public safety agencies serving over 2 million first responders via their first forward online training network. In his 20-year career in high technology, Mr. Vidali has been the lead founder for five high-tech enterprises. Throughout his career, he has been instrumental in developing innovative readiness strategies for military, public safety, and law enforcement commands. Well, good afternoon, Ari. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Brian. What a pleasure to be here with you and your audience. Awesome, Ari. I appreciate it. We're both surviving the big storm coming through the country right now, so I appreciate you holding in there. Uh, I know a lot of us are either freezing without power or just trudging through some deep snow. So thanks again, Ari. And we're going to jump into the questions here. Ari, you've got quite the career working in technology as a director, a chief technology officer. Now you're the founder and CEO of Envisage Technologies. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? Yeah, you know, Brian, there really is no single secret I could attribute to my career. I can't really call it a career even. I think of it more as a mission. And it's often a combination of things that drives us entrepreneurs. In my case, I really love problem solving. And the harder the problem, the more interested I become in trying to figure it out by applying things like systems thinking and engineering to solve it. And for Envisage, the problem we are solving for is how do we in public safety know if we are ready you know, for the re- ready for the next disaster, for the next alarm bell, for the next mission. And after witnessing the tragedy of 9-11 and later Hurricane Katrina, we really wanted to change the equation for public safety readiness. And it's from that point of view that our core product, the Acadis Readiness Suite, was born. Regarding what inspires me, well, that's easy. It's the heroism of the people we serve because they're the guys who are running towards the danger while the rest of us are running away. Yeah, that's amazing. I like I said, spend a little time in public sector. So understanding what to be prepared for and, and the unknowns, right? Like I said, when you're supporting, let's say a big metropolitan area, it can be very challenging and you don't want to be the person responsible for, uh, you know, not, not, not being there to support those that really need it the most. So thanks again. I appreciate that share on that. And we're going to jump in a little bit more rev- re- relevant topic here. As you know, everybody globally has had to make major shifts to adapt to this new normal. Just wanted to know what you're doing that you're helping your organization stay relevant in this economy. Oh, that's a great question. Well, you know, the pandemic has forced all of us to accelerate adapting processes that used to be things like we did in person to an online format. You know, everything from working at home, you know, we're grocery shopping now or, you know, we're consuming education remotely. And this is equally true of public safety. You know, since firefighters, EMT and police officers have a mandate for continuous training, our Cadis readiness suite, specifically things like our learning management system and online testing modules have become even more relevant now during the pandemic. They've become essential tools, essentially, for these organizations to continue the training that they're required to do and maintain compliance operations during the pandemic. That's great. I appreciate the share on that. I know we've all had challenges, but I can only imagine being in public sector, still having to be out there. You know, most of the First responders don't have the opportunity to sit behind a desk, you know, safe at home. So I appreciate how you've helped those first responders and public facing organizations do their job better. And so Ari, are you leveraging any new or emerging technologies in your tech sec? I imagine you are, but anything you might be able to share with our audience? 
Yeah. So, Brian, you know, traditionally, uh, public safety has lagged in the adoption of next generation technology. It's a very traditional type of industry. And that is why they're so excited. And, and I'm so excited to bring a lot of these new technologies, uh, which we have in flight to this market. For example, Brian, we're building the capability to fuse public safety data in really new and exciting ways to provide sophisticated real-time insights derived from routinely collected information. This is gonna enable things like more accurate demand forecasting, optimal resource utilization, predictive analysis around critical departmental personnel and mission trends. In addition, measuring both organizational and mission readiness will allow policymakers to leverage a scientific approach towards fo focusing their precious budget dollars where they will have the most impact. I mean, oftentimes we don't have enough money to go around for all the things that public safety needs, and we don't know where we can actually apply dollars to increase readiness. So using you know, data fusion and predictive analytics, we can help them better allocate uh, precious resources where they're going to do the most good for the public. That's awesome. I know that some of the latest technologies in predictive modeling with some of the tools out there is just simply awesome. The, the way you can really kind of forecast some of the trends that are upcoming uh, have really helped some of the industries pivot during this uh, pandemic time as well. So thanks for sharing that. That's kind of my favorite part of this podcast is listening to that technology piece of it. So Ari, last Brian, question. if I might just yeah. add one thing yeah, yeah, to that, because yeah. I think this is important. You know, the, the trends that we're seeing in public safety now are that the demands are going up and, and they're going up quite steeply in terms of the services being required by our public safety folks and the budgets are going down. And so I call this the readiness gap. You know, if you pull those two trend lines out into the future, we're going to have more and more trouble meeting the demands that the public has for public safety services. And the only way that we're going to start closing this gap is through leveraging advanced technologies to close it, become more efficient, apply our resources where they're needed the most, and make sure we can predict what's coming next so that we can apply those limited budget dollars to the right things. Does that make sense? It totally makes sense. And I, I'm totally on board with you. Uh, we do need to start leveraging uh, some of the technology. And sometimes it's just process improvement that we need to do, right? But but there are use cases for some of the newer technologies. So I appreciate that, share, Ari. And Ari, last question. You know, our audience wants to know a little bit more about you. Can you share something from your career experience that would be helpful for those looking to grow their career in either technology or entrepreneurship? Well, those are uh, sort of a binary question. Look for technologists, never stop learning. Right? You need to be voracious in terms of consuming information, not just in your field, but every field. Because in my opinion, innovation is usually found at the intersection of multiple disciplines. And, and quite frankly, if you're thinking of becoming an entrepreneur, you got to first ask yourself why. If you think it will give you freedom or you're in it for the money, you know, think again. You're going to be absolutely consumed by the business. So to succeed, you really need to be doing something that you are truly and deeply passionate about. Next, you've got to surround yourself with the smartest people you can find. And finally, you have to have the fortitude to never, 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 and never give up. Look, there's always going to be detractors along the way. Those are the people who tell you that you will fail. In my view, the ones who say something cannot be done should stop interrupting those of us who are doing it. I love that piece of advice. I think we need to hear that more often. We do get a lot of naysayers out there, and it's, it's kind of the way... Things have been since you and I probably grew up through our careers, but I appreciate the share on that. I know our audience will as well. And Ari, I just want to let you know it was a pleasure having you on today, and I look forward to speaking with you real soon. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much, Brian. It was a pleasure. Bye for now.